So today we are going to be talking about a social experiment. It's a very well-known experiment. It was conducted by a psychologist of the Yale University by Mr. Stanley Milgram. He was trying to answer the question of why we obey orders even when they might go against our morals. But before we get into it, it's important to know why he decided to do this study back in 1960s. What was happening in 1960s? And why was he concerned about this part of human decision making and compliance to authority? So, let's begin with what was happening in 1960s. A Nazi executive, Adolf Eichmann, he was put on trial in Israel. He was one of the main figures who was responsible for Jewish immigration and relocation in different parts of Europe. So, one of the main arguments he had put forward was that he was just following orders and wasn't behind designing the final plan. His job was to implement the orders and make sure that the operation was efficiently carried on. So, you should know that this man was actually captured right after the war. but the allied forces at that time were not able to recognize what a significant role he had played and therefore was released and he had made his way to latin america where he was living undercover until the mossad the secret agency of israel found him kidnapped him brought him to israel and then found him guilty of crimes against jewish people crimes against humanities and ultimately he was put to death so why was our psychologist interested in this uh, decision making and compliance attitude of individuals actually stanley milgram was born in 1930s to jewish immigrant parents so he grew up definitely with concerns about the atrocities in on jews in the holocaust questions like how could people commit such horrific com- uh, acts how could they carry on doing their jobs participate in such grave destruction he always wanted to answer these questions to understand more about people like eichmann you should read hanna arden's book where she establishes that there is a person who's completely unreflective of what he's doing obeying orders he's implementing the law as enacted in the third reich he's going about his monstrous uh, scheme of things with calm efficiency and one of the most chilling things about this man that comes out of her work is that he doesn't seem like a monster he feels like any ordinary guy and one thing that makes everyone uncomfortable about him is that how would you behave in such a situation he doesn't seem unusual so it worries people to think would they also act in such a nature it's time to understand the experiment milgram started to put out ads to call participants to act in the study on memory and learning when people started to arrive at the lab They were told they will be participating in a study which will look at effects of punishment on learning. So does memory improve if people are punished for their errors? That was the whole aim of the experiment and this is what was told to the participants. There were two participants in the experiment. But in reality, one participant was actually an actor who was working with the psychologist and was secretly in on the study. So the experiment was rigged in a way that the actor was always going to get the role of the learner and the subject the par- was the participant who was going to be the teacher. While the teacher was watching the experimenter 
uh, hooking the actor with a lot of electrodes they were both told that the teacher would teach the learner a set of bird pairs and the learner would be given shocks in incremental levels if they made any kind of error now there have been variations of this study where in actors do raise concerns about their heart conditions and effects of the shock but the experimenter would reassure both the participants that the shocks might be painful but not dangerous the teacher and the participants were separated by a wall or a partition so the teacher could hear the reactions but not have visual contact with the learner while subjecting them to the shocks and the shock box was labeled starting from 15 volts increasing by 15 volts and reaching up to 450 volts along with the voltage there were labels moderate strong severe very severe intense and warnings of danger now keep in mind even though the teacher thought they were giving shocks no actual shocks were given but to make it seem real learner would give reactions initially not much just some gasping but gradually the reactions were louder indicating worries about heart conditions etc they would continue to yell and scream and ultimately there would be complete silence from the other end the learner would give no reaction at all if the teacher wanted to check on the participant and wanted to check on the learner or stop the experiment or look at the experimenter for guidance they were given pre-planned responses please continue experiment requires you to continue you have no other choice and you must go on now the experiment came to an end after four verbal protests by the teacher or if they had given the final shock of 450 voltage to the learner three times now before this experiment had started there were predictions by students and professors of the Yale universities in a survey conducted by Milgram and they had predicted that only 3% 3% people would obey the orders it was an overwhelming prediction that people would not go ahead with such an experiment so the results were very disturbing 65% had given the shocks all the way 100% shocks were given up till 300 voltage they had not done this without feeling they had protested they were sweating but ultimately they did go ahead with it and obeyed the experiment with variations of the complaints of heart condition full compliance did drop but only to 63% the milgram experiment has been replicated several times producing similar effects these were ordinary people who could hear and feel the plight of the learner So now the question is not do we obey but it is more when and why we should start with milgram's interpretation of his experiment now milgram's view on obedience was such that humans naturally decide to structure themselves in social hierarchies to survive like of course it becomes advantageous to work together as powerful groups so to establish these hierarchies one always gives up 
control to an external source now this source could be an individual or an idea now if two people were to give up control to a third person the third person can coordinate all three people like for example say traffic rules or uh, traffic police if you give up the control to them they can efficiently manage uh, who's going to move who's going to stop and there would be no chaos right so sometimes it works well for us but of course these are the same kind of uh, social structures which can create a lot of havoc if the person in charge is uh, not focusing on the goal that everyone uh, feels uh, should be the goal so social hierarchies are of course all around us when we enter a social hierarchy we definitely go through a mental shift we give up our autonomy and we enter a role of an agent and when you are an agent you are no longer responsible for your actions the leader is responsible in your mind and in this state uh, you have been socialized at home in school and work that you are rewarded for obedience so now you imagine entering this social experiment you are here to cooperate with the group to make sure that the experiment is effective so you arrange the hierarchy and you designate an in charge as you are a participant you know you are not the authority here you leave the task to the experimenter because you do perceive them as the legitimate authority you entered the hierarchy because you believe in the ideology of progress and science and now the most important part in the hierarchy you are being given orders in regard to an ideology that you believe in and you are here for you are not being given orders for your personal life or your day to day activities he doesn't tell you what to eat what to wear in hierarchies we tend to obey the word of our superior and not our inferiors so the learner and the teacher in this case feel like an equal or if not an equal the teacher feels above the learner actually so you won't take the advice of the learner you will work according to the guidance of the supervisor we no longer believe we are responsible for our actions and we are following the instruction of the experimenter but what keeps us there when we can feel and hear the sound of the learner uh, receiving the pain and is obviously feeling morally wrong to us uh, so milgram's first explanation to this is consistency that if you admit to one of your actions being wrong then you would have to agree that all the actions leading up to that point were wrong the other explanation that milgram offers is that obligation that you have made a commitment to the to participating to the task and to the experiment and third of all is that all participants entered the experiment because they believed that the experiment was knowledgeable was in control and he knew what he was doing now violating social hierarchy brings about feelings of discomfort and awkwardness even feelings of anxiety because of course we have been socialized into obeying so when we obey it feels uh, right you feel rewarded but when you disobey it feels disrespectful especially when you give the consent right in the beginning and so a lot of uh, studies that have been done on this experiment have shown that the participants did believe in the expertise of the experiment and therefore took their word such as shocks were painful but not dangerous 
so they went ahead to promote the scientific study that they had entered now another study had shown that the four uh, prods that were used when the teacher objected the one that was the closest to an order uh, was the least effective when you were told that you have no other choice and you must go on that was some prod that did not work most cases but on the other hand the most appealing one was uh, which was appealing to science that was the most effective where you said that the experiment requires you to do so so there is a lot of criticism that this experiment cannot directly be correlated to the acts of the holocaust as this was an experiment in a lab wherein people thought that this was a worthy research by a trusted expert and both ways people did feel that they were doing the right thing milgram's experiment does provide a lot of food for thought on how we all have an evil side to us and how resigning to an authority or an ideology may, may lead to disastrous ends now it's important to understand that there has been a lot of work of historians that have gone into it which have established that like adolf eichmann they were not ignorant of their acts but they believed in the nazi cause so now the point is that you know you tend to do and obey when you uh, think that you are working for the right kind of an ideology so to end this all i would like to ask you why do you think we obey why do you think we start to attach ourselves to an ideology and not think of the consequences even when they are right in front of us why do you think humans tend to do this uh, what are your opinions i would like to know that and you can reach me on my instagram that is call me a friend underscore sumedha i leave that in the description so do reach out to me and i'm looking forward to making more such podcasts talking about social experiments so stay tuned and if you are watching this on youtube then do press the subscribe button if you're following this on any spotify or podcast platform do press the follow button thank you so much for listening and i'll see you again